Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Friday, May 15th, 3 p.m., right? Yeah, 3 p.m., Friday. Friday. Uh, yeah, we made it to the end of the week. Good job, everybody. Good to see you all here. Uh, trying out the mic setup again. Messed with the levels on this soundboard thing that I have here. So hopefully that uh, fixes some of the like uh, crackling and clipping sounds that we had last time. We heard a whole bunch of weird noises. I heard it on the replay. Uh, later on. So hopefully that uh, works out okay today. Um, it was a beautiful day to run for me today. Uh, my daughter is in the background. She's got origami that she does on a Zoom uh, with her origami like instructor. Uh, and um, she got in the curlers yesterday or like overnight. I was in the curlers as you guys saw if you were here yesterday. So uh, I think we're all just taking turns. <laughs> with with the curlers although i think i'm done with the curlers it was a good experience to have the one time uh how are you guys all doing today i was able to go for my run after the morning live stream i was trying to dodge some of the um the rain that we had here and i got out uh there was a lot of people out and uh, i think a lot of people also saw like the break in the um in the weather there's a lot of people out so i was doing a lot of running in the street dodging pedestrians other runners bicycles and uh, but as soon as I got back, it started pouring rain again. So I was like, I just made it on time. So I'm feeling very good about that. But now the sun is super bright in the sky. It's hot. We've got fans going on in here. And um, yeah, it's been uh, quite a weather day. Very uh, much a Midwestern weather day. Uh, Stevie 76 says, yo, what's going on? Jason says, what's going on? You ran a faster pace today after finishing the live stream this morning. Yeah, I went after it a little harder. I ran it in the fuel cell TC. And I wanted to test out kind of my knee leg thing that's been bugging me. And also I wanted to put some faster miles in that fuel cell TC. I'm gonna run in the Meta Racer tomorrow. So there'll be a video early next week about comparing those two. Um, leg felt great. So um, that was the main <laughs> takeaway that I got from it. Um, but I also had just a good time out there. So ran like hard every other mile and it was just really fun, a lot of fun. Um, Let's see, CJ Cruz says, yo, what's going on? Getting on the treadmill now. Thanks, allergies. I'll be watching. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, sorry if you have allergies. I don't know if it's, I, re I remember people saying that this year was gonna be particularly bad. Um, a lot of that chatter has like very understandably kind of died down. Um, I don't think that the allergy situation has changed. I think there's just other things that people are talking about. Um, but hopefully your allergies um, don't hit you too hard and you can get that treadmill running today. Steve says it's sounding good, so thank you. Thank you, uh, glad, thank you for the update. Hopefully it stays that way today. Let me know if you do, guys do any, hear like any uh, clipping or anything like that. Uh, Guillermo Munoz is, says Kofuzi in the house. Guillermo is also in the house, so welcome. Uh, the Common is here, says how are you? Um, Kevin Scott says, hi Kofuzi from Scotland. Had a six hour drive to deliver food to my parents. Oh, had your podcast on the entire, you listened to me for six hours today? What? Um, he said it was really, you said it was really entertaining. Long may they continue. That, that, I mean, yeah, I think that's a record. I think that's the most that any person has listened to me ever. So, wow, that's, that's crazy. And also good on you for delivering some food to your parents. Hopefully they're doing okay. Um, and glad to see that you were able to do that. Michael Sester says, hey, everyone. Good to see you, Michael. CJ Cruz says, can we get Kofuzi koozies? I, I think we can make that happen. Uh, I have a relative who uh, she does all sorts. I don't know if she still does it. I mean, who knows who still does what anymore these days um, with all the things that are happening. But um, 
She used to have like screen printing and some other kinds of printing available. She used to do koozies for, she would do the koozies for everyone's like, uh, and she's in Iowa and in Iowa, um, you know, lots of weddings. So she does a lot of like bachelorette party and wedding koozies. Um, so she would do a lot of those. So I, I think we can make that happen. Um, yeah, we should make like a happy hour, Kafuzi Run Club happy hour koozie. I think that'd be pretty funny. Um, I bet you those would be pretty cheap. Maybe I could do that as a giveaway. I'd like to do a giveaway of some, of some sort. Um, and something like that sounds perfect for it. Um, Louis Becerra says, happy Friday to you all. Yo, what's going on? Awesome. Good to see you again, Louis. Uh, or Luis. Uh, Tom Anderson says, hey, Kofuzi. After your recommendation yesterday, I did some research into the Triumph 17 and have a pair on the way. Awesome. Cheers for everything you're doing at the moment. Well, thank you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, let me know how it goes. I'm always nervous when people say, like, I listened to you and bought something. I don't, I don't know why. It still, it still makes me nervous. And... Um, I hope that uh, it works out for you. He said, I checked out the after 100 miles and there's no stash. <laughs> the hair is under control. Yeah. Um, and here's hoping the waterfront can open again for you soon. Thank you very much for saying that. I miss the waterfront so much. Um, you know, I was thinking about it in the video that I made for today when we're talking about like GoPro filming and, um, you know, filming that sunrise is one of my favorite things to do. And, you know, I could still film a sunrise, but it's just not the same when I'm not like toes in the water kind of thing. So I'm going to miss it. Uh, there's been some discussion of it from the mayor and I have a feeling that the, the lakefront is probably like the last thing that's going to open back up, unfortunately. So, but that's okay. I understand. Um, I'm, I don't feel great about it, but I get, you know, the idea. Uh, Ines Dunbar says, hi Kofuzi. Today's GoPro video was really good. Looking forward to trying some of the ideas. Awesome. Uh, I hope they work out for you, you know, um, yeah, I've been getting a lot of really good feedback from that video, so I feel really good about it. Um, JC8489 says, let's do this. Good to see you. Monte Compton says, great vlog today with the GoPro info. Awesome, thank you. Nico De Simone says, yo. And JC8489 says, big news, local running club 5K this Sunday. Awesome, very cool. Sorry, it's really hot by this window, so I'm just, I just need some like hydration to stay cool. Otherwise, I'm going to be like a sweaty mess by the end. Uh, Luis says sound is good. So great. Glad to hear that. Hopefully that's just what it was. I messed up my levels. So basically what I'll do is if it works out today, I'll take a, well, either way, I'll take a picture of like my soundboard settings. I have a little small one. Um, and uh, I'll take a picture of those and then hopefully those will work out. Uh, and I can just remember that in case I accidentally bump the knobs and stuff like that. Uh, Martha says uh, today did an hour run, supposedly easy, but it's never easy at 7,900 feet. Uh, with hills trade-off is racing at sea level and feeling like superwoman that's awesome you know i've been read all the books that i've been reading lately have been like i've read like dina castor's book meb's book um and uh and then matt fitzgerald's new book and all of them talk about like training in flagstaff or mammoth lakes places where they have altitude and so it's like something that i really want to try last year last summer i was out in the tetons um and i was up there and i think we were at 6,000 feet, 7,000 feet when we were sleeping. And, you know, I could feel it, you know, just like walking from like a tent to go getting something to eat. It was just like, you're like winded at the end. It took me a couple, I wasn't really like, I didn't feel acclimated until I left. Not that I was really acclimated, but you know, it was just, um, it, it was just something that was hard to get used to for sure. Um, but I would love to train in altitude. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, Joshua Payne says, good afternoon, sir. Happy Friday. Well, good, ha happy Friday to you too. Um, Stevie76 says, have you hit anything or yourself while running with the selfie stick? 
I've hit myself like a lot. Like, you know, you end up like bumping your, the back of your calves when you do like the behind shot. Um, and uh, I've like, all my cameras are scraped at the top because they do the upside down thing and sometimes it gets too low and so it'll scrape. So where's my GoPro? Um, here's the GoPro now. I don't know if you could see it, but there's like scratches and scrapes all along the top. And that's all from um, when I'm holding it upside down on the ground, trying to get it real low and it'll like scrape, right? So that's, that's something that happens. Um, for whatever reason, even though I don't need to, uh, I think it's just because I'm used to the, not used to the difference in the size. The Insta360 cameras take more of a beating uh, for me. I also tend to whip those around a little bit more um, in like big winding circles. Um, but I don't think I've, I've never hit any other person. That'd be my, like my big fear. Um, and so when I run with it in a race, I, I, I've only brought a big stick with me two times. I brought one to Houston and I brought one to the Tunnel Marathon. Houston, I wasn't so sure. Uh, about but I was able to pull it off and then uh, the tunnel marathon I figured it's kind of a trail race so I'd be fine and so those were otherwise I usually bring something much shorter or even like a stubby something that's like the size of my hand uh, and you have to run a little bit differently with that but then I'm not worried about like hitting someone one time I think it was the 2017 Chicago marathon no 2018 Chicago marathon I was running with the uh, a very small like a little alligator clip that the GoPro was on and I had it like above my head to look like look like having it looking down at me and I was rounding a corner like this and I was taking a straight line around the corner staying equidistant the entire time um, I know a lot of people when they try to run the tangent they like cut in and so I'm running and I'm staying equal I'm not trying to get inside I'm like three or four people away from this inside of the corner but I'm so I'm just trying to stay like around with all those other people so equidistant is probably not the right word but I'm trying to stay like where everyone else is someone else comes crashing into me and I'm the one holding a camera up in the air. And so the guy starts yelling at me. He's like, some of us are trying to run here. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it's, I mean, whenever, I mean, if you're the guy with a selfie stick or a camera and running, it's always your fault. And that's fair. Um, even though he did crash into me. There was another time where I bumped into another person at a 10K, I think I ran. And he was grumpy and rightfully so. I kind of like, well, like, it was one it was like the start of a race and i like bumped into him and i bumped into him relatively hard and i was filming and he was like what are you doing and i was like sorry man that was my fault those are like the two things i didn't say um let's see um we've got uh ricky nip saying good friday afternoon good friday afternoon to you too ricky JB Scott says, have you guys seen the Warren Buffett shoe that was recent on the day you shared your custom shoe? Yeah, I was really annoyed about that. Um, but I've seen it. It's a Ghost 12. And I'm just like, they put BRK for Berkshire Hathaway on the back of it. That's cool, I guess. And the, the insole has something, which no one will see the insole ever. And then there's like a little like lace cover or a little like, like patchlet of fabric that they sewed onto the tongue. I think that's about it. I feel like, you know, if you're going to really uh, release something, like, release, I mean, I, I don't know why they don't put, like, like, the whole logo is his face and him, like, crossing a finish line. Like, that should just be on the shoe. There should be t-shirts for that. There should be lots of stuff. I don't know if he just doesn't appreciate it. My guess is he doesn't like it. That's why it's, like, not that big a, a thing. That's my guess. Um, and probably, my guess is that, like, 
some of his like staff or like his, his inner circle is like, you know, so people really are into it and they love the fact that it's a brand that they love and it's from like owned by someone that, you know, they're, they have faith will like, you know, steward the company well. And I'm, I'm sure he's just like, okay, fine. One thing a year, that's what, what they get, you know? That's, that's my suspicion. I'd, I'd love to get an interview with Warren Buffett. And all I would, I'll, I'll, I mean, there'd be a million things I'd want to ask him, but even if it was like limited strictly to the shoe and like the interaction with Brooks, that would be great. Wouldn't that be, that'd be great. That'd be so fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cal, Cal Runs Boulder says, uh, finally Friday. Yes, it's been a long week. Uh, I feel like it's been a relatively good week, but like, I don't know. Um, everything's blurring. I mean, everything's been blurring, but I've been having a hard time keeping the day and the date straight. The date, especially. Uh, Cody Davis says, enjoyed the video today. Gave me ideas for when I start training and filming for stories and regular posts. Awesome. Cool. I look forward to seeing it. Chip Gustler says, virtual Ragnar this weekend. Ooh, cool. I guess this is uh, my get psyched up for the second of three runs viewing. Awesome. Really cool. Very cool. Um, so then that would have started our, no. Does it start Friday morning? Yeah, it starts Friday morning, right? So you're already in there. Adam Anderson says, what's a good summertime daily trainer? First summer running and my feet are definitely getting hot and sweaty. Um, yeah, I would say like uh, right now the Boston 9 is not my favorite daily trainer, but like it's a supremely ventilated shoe. The SL20 also really ventilated. What else did I recently run? Oh, I ran in the um, the Nova Blast. It's not, I still am not sure. I need to run in that shoe a little bit more before I can really recommend it. But that upper, as like layered and textured as it is, it's a really breathable upper. And so that one is definitely one that I like. Um, yeah, those are some options. Anything with, I like knit uppers. I think that they're falling out of favor, but I still like knit uppers in the summer. And I think that they're great. Um, Cody Davis says, if theme parks are going to open, then a lakefront can be open too. Yeah, I, you know, I get you, I hear you. And I, I agree for sure. Um, but I think that like as a symbolic point, just as a reminder to people to like, you know, this is still some serious stuff that's happening. Like, cause I mean, that when it, when it gets nice here and like the, like the, they call it the beach cause there's sand. Um, I, I told my daughter, it's not really a beach unless there's salt water um, or an ocean, but um, they call it the beach. And uh, it just gets so packed there um, that like, I, I it, it'll look like all those other beach like footage that we've seen come up, pop up in the last couple of weeks that like there's just no way people will be smart about it i mean even uh, last year already there was like you know there that they had to have extra police presence because basically like younger kids were getting real rowdy by castaways on north avenue beach and just like these giant mega fights were happening and then like saturday morning it looked like a garbage truck got like sucked into a tornado and there would just be garbage everywhere for like hundreds of yards as far as you could see just like empty water bottles empty beer cans like food containers like it was just it was a it was a real problem with like the way that people were behaving on along the lakefront and um so i just feel like yeah that's going to be a disaster when that um if that opens up like in the middle of summer i have a suspicion that it's not going to be open all summer long my mom's here she said good afternoon from new jersey uh, dan runs as good evening because he's over in england uh, Jay McCrummy says, don't think any of your students would tune in for six hours. That's true. Uh, you should totally add some appropriate photos that uh, are sent to you to the stream. Um, yeah, I'll do that for sure. 
Jason says, good morning from Hong Kong, 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow, that's dedication. Thanks for tuning in. Set to go out for a 15K run an hour later to try out the SL20. Um, hope you enjoy. I've, I've been liking that shoe. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Donovan Hornbeck says, ended up going with a DJ Osmo action instead of a GoPro. Hopefully, I don't regret it. I mean, I've been intrigued by that. The thing that got me to not want it is um, the, the fact that it, it, like, you could be out of focus in it on accident. Uh, and a couple of people mentioned that that was happening to them. And that made me real nervous because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go through all that and like try to have like a city shot and like have it be out of focus. That would drive me insane. Um, Ivan Russ says, have I ever been in Mexico? I have a handful of times, uh, maybe three or four times. I love it there. Dancy, I'm, I'm really hungry. I need food to help. Um, sorry, I can't send you anything. Um, but hopefully you can get that sorted out soon. Um, Sebastian Barahona says, hey, Kofuzi, Latin food, yes or no, other than Tex-Mex? Um, Latino food, yeah, I love it. Um, I mean, my, one of my favorite foods to eat, I mean, I like rice and beans, so any culture that's based on rice and beans is going to be okay with me. Um, or any culture that's based on rice or beans. I'm going to be okay with that, uh, that food, generally speaking. My favorite food that I ate in Mexico was mocajetes, which is uh, kind of like, if you want to think of it like, um, well, the, the dish, the mocajete, is supposed to be made out of lava rock, and you get it hot, super, super hot, and then you put like, uh, like a tomato-y sauce in there, and you just dip other things in it. It's kind of like a savory fondue, but instead of cheese, it's like a like an enchilada type sauce, uh, just absolutely delicious. Um, I was eating meat back then the last time I had it, and so there was like steak and shrimp and other seafood, and then uh, like chihuahua, like the cheese. Uh, is it what's the kind of cheese that doesn't melt? There's a cheese in Mexico that I don't know had that in it. It's delicious, and you eat it with some tortillas, and it's absolutely fantastic. I would not. I don't think that's Tex-Mex. I think that's just Mexican, um, but delicious. Um, Opala picking swim. Do my, do people swim in the lake? Yes, they do. I swim in the lake. My kids swim in the lake. Although we have a funny story. Uh, one time, uh, and there'll, there'll be warnings when, like, if there's times that you can't swim because there's like a maybe there's like a what did they call it? Like not thrush, but sometimes like the algae or something like get out of control. And one time, we had a um, uh, back in Iowa. I don't know if it's big everywhere, but in Iowa, where my wife is from, like exchange students is a really big, it's still like a really popular thing where like a student will come from a European country or somewhere else, um, spend like a semester or two, like a half a year or maybe even a year in an American high school, live with a host family. And like that kid will also like, so you'll like trade kids. I don't know if you trade kids, but it, they call it exchange, but like some kids go somewhere else, other kids come here. Dad. Like my wife had someone from Brazil lived with her when she was in high school. But anyway, uh, there was a student that came from Germany that stayed with uh, the relatives that can make that can make koozies, that relative. And uh, she came to visit us in Chicago because we had met her while we were back in Iowa. And then she came to Chicago uh, for like a weekend before she was going to go back to Germany. And so she, she did she I don't know if she stayed with us. I don't remember if she stayed with us or not. But anyway, she wanted to like explore Chicago and also go swim in the lake. And so she swam in the lake. And then like we heard from her like two or three days later and she had like a full body rash because something in the lake disagreed with her. So um, yeah, I've never had that happen to me and I've never seen anyone with that happen, but it happened to her. 
So um, I guess swim at your own risk. But I get my feet in it all the time, or I used to. <laughs> um, Christopher Baptista uh, says, managed to run every day 5K in May. Awesome, for the first time, great. Clifton's are getting a bit busted. What should I get next? Rincon 1080 V10 or Infinity Run? Um, if you like the Clifton's, I would say, um, and if you can hold off, I think the, I think the schedule is Clifton's, Clifton Edge in June, as well as the Clifton and then Rincon. There's two shoes that are coming out, of those three, two of them are coming out in June, one's coming out in July. So those are coming up soon, I mean, because we're at May 15th already. Um, the 1080 V10, I think, uh, would also be a good choice if you like the Clifton 6. It's going to feel very different, but I think that, like, you'll probably like it if you like the Clifton 6. Um, but I might hold off on the Rincon because the new one's coming out. Although, I think that this year, my understanding is it's just an upper update. So, if you can find a cheap Rincon, maybe it might be a perfect time to get that. Um, Tim Yasaki is coming in from Victoria, British Columbia. Awesome. Glad to see you. Um, Comic Q says, hey, Kofuzi, do I need a 25-inch selfie stick or should I get a full 40-inch one? GoPro Hero 8 currently in the mail. Um, I think mine is 36 inches. It extends. So I'm not sure. Um, the 40 inches, like, uh, you can get, get it longer and that'll be good. But, like, my, my concern is that, like, you know, the weight of that extra distance. Um, Dan Run says size matters, and so um, I'll probably respond and say, like, it's not necessarily the size of the stick. It is how you use it. Yes. Um, so I think that you get by with 25, but if you're going to pick one of those two, I'd, I'd rather have 40 than 25 of those two sizes. Um, Cody says, I really love the Tunnel Marathon video. I love that one, too. That's probably one of my favorites. I wish, I really, really wish that the Insta360 1X could shoot at a little bit of a better resolution because like that run was like once in a lifetime and um like sometimes when i see it i'm like that is so grainy um so it's unfortunate like I, i'm hoping that like whatever comes next whether it's from insta360 or from gopro that i can get a 5k 100 frames per second shot i think though the limiting factor is sd card speeds not um, processors so I don't know how they get around that I don't know what you do with that I don't know can you like does I don't know enough about SD cards I don't know if like a full-size SD card can write faster than a micro SD card I don't know because I mean both of those cameras are big enough to fit one of those in there I guess Craig S says hey Kofuzi what would work better for tired knees and shin splits a cushion shoe like the Clifton 6 or calf compression sleeves or both struggling with recover after a simple 5k thanks um, I would probably go with both. Um, I mean, something like um, even more cushioned, like the Bondi 6, might be something to consider as well. Although the Clifton 6 is a pretty comfortable shoe. Um, I think the Triumph 17 also is really nice and cushioned, so I like that one as well. Um, so that's what I would think about. The other thing with, uh, you know, with shin splints, um, Ice and Iber Purifin are like the two eyes for it. Um, uh, that's other other thing that I would think about. Um, sometimes uh, I will heat before I run as well. So I have a heating pad, and I might heat the area before I get out and run, then run, and then maybe I'll ice afterwards if I'm feeling really uncomfortable. But I usually try to avoid icing after a run because I don't really feel like it's. I feel like it hinders the recovery process because it dulls like the like the repair signals that your body is sending. 
So unless I'm like really it's like a comfort issue. Um, if I'm really uncomfortable, then I might ice afterwards. But usually I just heat before. I think that's not like the conventional approach to shin splints, but that's what I do. Um, we got super chat coming in. Where is that one? Uh, Apollo Picking Swim says, sounds safer to use a wetsuit to swim in the lake. Uh, yeah, thank you for the super chat. And yeah, I would say, um, you know, when I see all the, the um, triathlon swimmers and a little bit further down the lake, there's a lot of people that are there every day, um, some of them almost year round. I mean, it, it does freeze at some point in that area, but it's crazy how like cold the water will be where a lot of people are swimming. And um, they, those people always have wetsuits on. And so I, mean, I don't know if that's just because that they're practicing for their training or because a lot of the training time periods happen when the water is still pretty cold. Um, but yeah, I see a lot of people with wetsuits on. You know, I swim in it with my kids and we feel pretty good about it um, when we just go for like, you know, spending a Saturday with the family. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think anyone would be weird for going in there with a wetsuit on, <laughs> for sure. Well, thank, and thanks for the super chat. Um, let's see. Um, Cal Runs Boulder says, is the 1080 V10 more breathable than the Triumph 17? Need a summer max cushion shoot and the Triumphs are getting toasty. I would say yes, for sure. Um, I think that the 1080 V10, strangely though, that material, it's really thick. It's almost like there's a knit material on top of something hard, right? And so like, it do, it's not a breathable shoe for me. Although the toes are, the toes are, are very like nice and flexible, but like from like the arch back, it's just like, it's like armor. Um, like a shell, like a turtle shell. Reminds me of like an armadillo, kind of. But um, the Triumph 17, it's like running with like uh, like foam pillows on your feet on the, in terms of the upper. And so that's going to just be a sweat sponge. So yeah, if your feet are getting hot in that Triumph 17, I would look at the 1080 V10. Uh, Mr. Jerpson's here. Hi, all. Um, let's see. Nathan says, I run with my phone for metrics. Is it worth it to get a smartwatch for the beats per minute? Does a smartwatch do anything more for the runner than BPM than the phone? I would say, like, uh, I would recommend getting an external heart rate monitor anyway um, for your uh, for for your running. Um, if you are going to do low heart rate training or train by your heart rate zones, then it's something that I would get because I would get that even if you're planning on getting a running watch too. Because um, for me, uh, I had a couple of people comment today. Um, I don't know if it was Instagram or on YouTube, but people were saying like, yeah, like I've been trying this math thing or this low heart rate thing. And after about 30 minutes, you know, my heart rate just skyrockets and I can't do anything about it. And I'm getting real frustrated. And I'm like, it's not you, it's your watch. Um, that's what happens to me too. Um, it happens to a lot of people that I've, I've been talking to. Um, and I've also, um, you know, I've, I've talked to the people at Polar about it and they're just like, yeah, I mean, there's just bones in your wrist in this area and so like and even on the other side too it, that all of it affects like the fit and the ability of the sensors to really pick up heart rate for a long period of time for whatever reason um that's why i move i use like the armband up here although it's getting warmer now so i think i'm going to switch back over to the chest strap but in the winter time i like the armband in the winter time i don't like the chest strap because um it requires moisture for conduction to get the good signal. And so for me to be able to do that in the winter when my like when your skin kind of like shrivels up because it's so cold, I need conductive gel and that's just like an extra step I don't want. Um, so I use an armband and there's a, he's like, 
the people at Polar are like, if you find a, a place for your optical sensor where there's just like, you know, meat on your bone, it'll work. So whether it's here or, cause I was like, how can it be accurate regardless of whether I put it here or here or here or wherever? And he's like, it just needs a place with meat on it to get the sensor in there and there's no light bleed. And so I think that's the main reason. So I would, I would get it. You could still use your phone. Um, your uh, pace and distance data, depending on where you are, can be a little bit awkward. Um, I know in an urban area, it's gonna be real challenging, but if you're out somewhere where there's not a lot of GPS interference, the phone can be really accurate as well. So um, Greg says, have me, he has me on in the background as he takes a conference call. Priorities, thank you. And love the sticker on the water bottle. Yeah, there we go. Greg sent me one of these when he sent me back the shoes. I like it. It works here. It works really great on the water bottle. Troy Gray says, what's the best running shoe out there right now? I think it depends. Um, it depends on what you're looking for. I'd probably say that I, I mentioned the Triumph 17 every day. Um, and maybe, maybe like it just comes up all the time. Uh, and I really like that one. So maybe, but right now, for right now, maybe. Maybe that's the one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Spence OMZ loves his Nova Blasts. He thinks that they're really breathable. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Sarem H or Mr. Sarem or Mrs. RM says hello from Cincinnati. Hello. That's where my wife and I met in Cincinnati. Um, Jan Mecky de la Torre says, been using the Nova Blast for slow long runs, but I need a long run shoe that doesn't make me go fast. It sounds ridiculous, but is there a pair of shoes out there that makes me slow down on long runs? I'd say the Bondi 6 is a good one for that. Um, yeah, that's probably my first one to recommend. Uh, nice and very, very cushioned. It takes about 15, 20 miles for that cushion to really feel good. Um, but once you get to that point, you know, it's really comfortable. Uh, Ozen Backstros says, good evening from Vienna. Oh, awesome. Nice channel you got there. Thank you. I'm glad to see you. Thanks for joining us. Um, Kevin Scott says, love the Nova Blast, love the feeling on the feet, but after a while, the soft foam is causing to overpronate so much and ankle is collapsing. See, that's what I'm kind of worried about. But what happens to me is when I have a, a too squishy shoe, I think that like sometimes I overpronate, sometimes I'm supinating a little bit. And I think that's the supinating sometimes that when I do that, that is causing me discomfort. What is it? Um, but Kevin Scott it? says, his float, Reebok Float Ride Energy 2 are so much more stable. Lewis Cameron says, hey, co late to the stream, but you're here now, so glad to have you here. Um, Cody Davis says, I really hope that the next GoPro Hero slash Max brings it on the specs, especially the Max when it comes to slow-mo and higher resolution. Yeah, that's like the one thing that I want. Um, I'd be willing to deal with some of like the workflow issues on a more regular basis. Um, right now, I, I don't think I've used the GoPro Hero Max since I made the video about it a very long time ago. Um, Bec uh, I might have brought it on a trail run. I think I, br I, I, brought, it w I brought it with me when I went to the Tetons. Uh, I, I think, did I? I think so. Um, but like, I'd love to be able to get some slow-mo shots with it. Even if it means a slightly lesser resolution, but like, I'd love to get that great resolution and higher frame rate. Even if it's not the highest resolution that's possible, you know, I'm, I'm be willing to make some compromises. Uh, Ricardo Katagiri, good to see you again. He says, had a 21K run today with thousand meters of vertical uphill are frustrating trying power walks by the way I heard a Mexican friend that he had the best tacos in Chicago um, yeah Chicago's tacos are underrated I would say um, I was working with a group uh, on a project I think it was two years ago at this point or maybe it was last summer two summers ago um, they're from Houston 
and I was telling them that I just I do love the tacos in Chicago and they were like you don't know a taco and I'm like uh I mean I'm from New Jersey but you know Chicago has really good tacos um because there is a large like confluence of different Latinx countries here and so um just have lots of different influences and also other fusions as well but um yeah we do have good tacos here I would say um I'm more of a burrito guy, but tacos here are very, very good. Uh, Robert Pronk says, Hi, Kofuzi. When can we expect the review of the Peg 37s? I would say probably like two weeks, maybe three weeks, um, is about when I have it kind of loosely slated. Um, I don't have a pair yet. Miles Sandoval says, Hey, man, picked up a pair of the Bonnie Sixes. Thanks to your recommendation for the knee pain. Love them, and the knees thank me. Awesome. That's great, because we were just talking about that. Glad to hear that. That shoe is relatively uh, well ventilated as well. It's a traditional upper, like a, a like not a knit, and it's not like super fancy. But like it's, I don't remember it being a super hot shoe. Um, yeah, let's see. Fancies um, <laughs> are there's no piranhas like Michigan. That's true. There's not. Um, <laughs> Vegan Goku says, "Yo, what's going on? What's going on?" Um, Let's say, uh, Luis Becerra says, where in Mexico did you eat that? We were talking about mocajetes earlier. Mexico has a lot of traditional food, so if you mentioned the place, maybe we could guess, because it's just too much food here. It was in, I had it in um, Puerto Vallarta, was where I had it. So, um, that I, I've seen it in places in Chicago, um, and I've seen it in other places. I think I saw it in Cabo when I was there as well. Um, I think so, but it didn't quite look the same. It didn't look as like, uh, I guess, eh, I, I don't think anything in Cabo looks very authentic, but um, it didn't look as like, it looked like a dish made for Americans when I had it in Cabo. Um, Goku Run is here, good to see you. Um, Can I take a picture of that one? <laughs> Shannon Sai says, there was no way around, way around those GoPro jokes. Yeah, I know, with the size of the selfie stick, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, John Mackey de la Torre says, by the way, Skechers Go Run Max Road 4, Mensch Hyper, uh, Men such a long name. Skechers Go Run Max Road 4 Hyper. Um, for sale, on sale for $74 at Running Warehouse. That's a good price. That's a shoe I haven't tried yet. I haven't tried any of their Max Cushion shoes. And it'd be interesting to see what like that, like that nitrogen foam is like off in a Max Cushion shoe. Interesting. Uh, Goku Runner is gonna do a mile time trial tomorrow. Good luck, awesome. Um, let us know how it goes. And uh, JC8489 says, are you a fan of racing a half as a tune-up for a marathon and how much time between the two? I'm a big fan of it. I love it. I probably love it a little too much though. A lot of people tell me that's why I don't do as well in Chicago is because two weeks before Chicago is the Chicago half marathon. They plan it that way every year. So that way people can do it two weeks. So like you run your half marathon and then you taper. I think I just get so excited about running that half marathon. I overcooked myself a little bit on that. And I think it just, you know, uh, it takes a little bit out of my race legs when I do it. So I think the next time, well, this fall, I was supposed to be working with Lifetime, the, the race organizers, um, to help promote the Chicago half marathon. And uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen anymore. But um, I'm probably gonna use it as more of a good workout rather than a race. I might have like, you know, I might run the whole thing as like basically like a, um, like a, a dress rehearsal rather than running. And last year I said a really big half marathon PR. 
I think maybe to do a half marathon race like in the middle of your training block might be a little bit more conservative of a thing to do. Um, but uh, I also just love racing half marathons. It's my favorite distance to race. So I don't, I don't know. Like once I just get on the line, I'm just, I'm probably gonna still race it. I, I, you know, as as disciplined as I want to be, I just like think half marathons are so fun. Uh, Ross Paul asks, Heiko Fuzzy, do you take ice baths? I usually don't. I, I'm very, I get cold very easily, and I just, I don't like being cold. I hate being cold, and so like, the idea of an ice bath just seems like, I, I would take an ice bath if I lost a bet. That's about it. Martha says, icing is, icing is great for one situation when a specific spot hurts like it may be injury prone. Uh, I mean, I think so. I think that there's other uh, like systemic reasons why people might want to like, uh, like dunk your entire like lower extremity, uh, like, the, like, the, like from like the waist down into it um, in terms of those ideas or like the cryo, not freezing, but like those like cryo tubes, like those tubes that you stand in like naked and like they put in really cold like air in it and that's supposed to do stuff for you too um i can i can see like that being an interesting thing um but i don't think it's something that's really for me um austin allison just finished a run did i miss anything good uh, we've been having a good conversation but we're glad to have you here now better uh now than never so awesome welcome here hopefully your run went well uh key verification says it's 82 degrees there and refused to turn on the ac yet Oh, see, I almost turned on the air conditioning just now, a little while ago, before I hopped on here. And um, fortunately, uh, like in this building, we don't have control over our heat. Our heat is from radiant floors, uh, the heating in the floor. But like in Chicago, like it is pretty much guaranteed that there is that one week in the year where you use the heater and the air conditioning in the same. There's two weeks of that in the year, in the fall and in the spring. Um, where you use the heater and the air conditioning in the same week and everyone hates it and everyone's like, I'm not doing it. And you always end up doing it. <laughs> uh, Albino says, uh, hey, Kofuzi, you're still using the foot pod, stride foot pod? Yes. And I think that for my next marathon training block, I'll probably look at the numbers a little bit more closely as a training tool uh, as I do intervals. So I'll probably start trying to figure out and like peg like where does my, like what feels like a tempo pace, what does that correspond to power-wise and use that rather than heart rate um, or feel to figure out, am I running hard enough? So that's probably something I'll be doing. Um, let's see. Um, Wes Ruth says, hey, Kofuzi, have you heard anything about an update to the uh, zero uh, tempo? Um, I, have, I haven't heard anything about that. Spence OMZ says, Spence Ohms says, what drop offset do you prefer in a running shoe? Um, I mean, we've been talking a lot about that uh, lately in the, the live streams, and I don't really think that the, it's not a, that important of a number to look at. Um, but generally, I find that shoes that are about eight millimeters are, are the shoes that I tend to like the most. Uh, I think I probably run most frequently in 10 millimeters, um, but I also tend to like four millimeter heel drop shoes too. Um, so all of them, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I'm running in a zero drop shoe now. I'm running in the Ultra Escalante, and I really like that one. Um, Sileb, say, Sileb? Yeah, Sileb, Sileb B, maybe? Sileb says, is Hyperburst life? Thinking about some go runs for a daily. Um, I don't know if it's life, but I like it a lot. Um, it's different. It's a different kind of foam. Like the, the bounce pattern is a little bit different, like in terms of how back fast you get the energy back kind of thing. Um, 
But I, I really liked it in the Go Run Ride 8. That was a great shoe to have it in. I, I really like it in the Razor 3. I don't love the Speed Elite. I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't like about that Speed Elite. But it's a good version 1 shoe. Um, Preston Crocker says, Hey, Kofuzi, what's the longest run you'll do in a training block prepping for a marathon? 22 miles or so. Um, I usually will do... I like to do 20 miles on the Saturdays uh, in a marathon. If I can get like three of them in, I like that. But I'm a higher mileage guy. I do 80 mile weeks um, for my marathon training blocks, which is a lot more than, it's a lot more than my times would suggest. Um, but I think that's just how I am. Um, I don't, I've tried lower mileage training blocks and those don't work that well for me. Um, higher mileage training blocks work for me. So I usually do like three 20 mile runs, maybe four. And I might go as high as 22. I'd like to experiment with going up to like 24 or even 26, maybe even 28 in a marathon training block just to work on. But I don't think I need to work on like aerobic fitness in that sense. It would be more for the mental part. And that's why I run multiple 20 milers is for the mental part of it to understand what it feels like and be very comfortable and familiar with what it feels like. Um, with that kind of like fatigue in your feet and pain, you know, and like the good kind of pain kind of thing. So that's a, that's my approach to that. Um, CJ Cruz says, my friends and I have always said my sack of rice when Creed's um, my sacrifice played. Rice is just a versatile word. <laughs> it's funny. We're getting lots of rice puns this week. Because uh, we were talking about the Hyper Ice Theragun. Like, the uh, Theragun's a brand, but the, the massage gun. But that's funny, CJ. <laughs> uh, S Africa says, how many have you got in your rotation now then? I think I've got about 12 shoes in the rotation. Um, so uh, what'll be interesting is I'm kind of hitting them, moving all of them, like, kind of, like, in lockstep in terms of getting through them. And so, like, there's going to be a point where I hit, like, like there's going to be like three weeks in a row of like 100 mile reviews and then i'm not going to have any shoes to run. i'll have shoes to run in but it'll be a lot less because i'll just get rid of a whole bunch of them but that's a good feeling for me i like i like getting the shoes back out into the wild <laughs> uh derek dixon says hey kapuzi looking good my friend thank you keep up the good work derek thanks derek uh Su says thanks for your video today it should allow me to see my running form and foot strike yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Well, keep in mind, though, that running with a stick alters your stride a little bit. Um, one other thing, but I do think, though, like it's helpful to have like um, that side view of your foot. I think it's helpful or when you look at it, not from the front, but from like from an angle, like from like a 40 degree angle, like 40 degree angle, because um, then you're seeing a, a lot of like what your inner foot is doing in terms of proning. But just keep in mind, though, like from this angle, when the camera's like looking at you this way, the apparent coming in or, or pronation of your foot, I think, looks worse than it actually is. So people will see that angle when I run and be like, your foot is collapsing. And I'm like, and they're like, you're going to get injured in like 20 miles. And I'm like, I ran 80 miles last week and 85 the week before that. When When is this crash, like collapsing going to happen? You know, um, so I just keep that in mind. But um, uh, it is a good way to see it. The other thing to do is just to put, um, uh, get like a little C-clamp for your phone and put it on the side of you when you run on a treadmill. That's a great, if you really want to look at form, do that from behind and do that from the side. That's a great way to look at your form as well. Cause then you're not moving and you're not holding anything. And so that can really show you what your feet are doing. Um, 
And then Gallego says, this probably isn't a good idea. I love any sentence that starts that way. But I think it'd be interesting to see someone compare similar shoes by wearing one of each and taking them on a run. Who does that? Um, I think this, I think Forty does that. Chris Ford, do you guys watch his videos? Um, he's done that before on a couple of different shoes, I think. Um, has Edbud done that once? I think Edbud did that one time too. I think he did it though to make a point to say like two shoes were so similar even though they were supposed to be different. Um, so like, there's people that are doing that. I that makes me nervous. I don't think I could do. That. I I'd just rather run with them like I do two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see um, what we got here I'm going to try to sort through some of the um, comments because I'm going to get going here soon so um, Go Kiwi says hey Michael have you got any virtual races coming up uh, I don't I don't really like virtual races right now um, I don't know a couple of people have asked me to participate in like fundraisers and stuff like that I just don't really want to do a virtual race. Um, I think it's great that lots of people are doing them and finding ways to stay motivated through virtual racing. Um, but I just, it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me right now. So I don't, I haven't signed up for any. Um, let's see, uh, Christian Arvin says, who would win a race? Um, Elias Kipchoge or Elliot Kipchoge or a sloth? I'm thinking you mean Elliot Kipchoge or a sloth? Um, I, I'm not sure about that. Um, John Mickey De La Torre says, thanks for the Bondi tip. We'll try it soon. Also, I just found out you're vegetarian. Uh, mostly, for the most part. I'm a social omnivore, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Uh, or a pescatarian, primarily. I will sometimes have fish uh, or seafood. Um, but he says, nice to see other vegetarian runners on the interwebs. Yeah, I try to be mostly plant-based, um, mostly for health reasons somewhat for environmental uh, reasons, somewhat for the uh, philosophical reasons of it as well. Um, I forget what I was reading a while ago, but it made me kind of come to the conclusion of like, if, I'm, if I weren't willing to take the life of the animal myself, I don't deserve to eat it. Um, that's kind of an extreme point of view, but it merely made me think um, about like, you know, the the sentience of animals so uh, i don't really like to talk about that too much uh it gets kind of out there but um that's all that's part of it as well i also think that pigs are really really intelligent animals so it worries me that they're so delicious um that's yeah we're getting really far <laughs> into stuff that i normally don't talk about but i guess that's what happens when you do a live stream twice a day every day <laughs> um we'll do one more uh addy Duan Chan says, love your videos. Curious to who do you think can run the fastest mile out of all the running channel YouTubers? Uh, fastest mile? I think that uh, um, Nick Simmons is probably the fastest miler at this point, right? Um, how fast can, can athletes special run a, a mile? He's pretty fast. And do you count the 10-minute elite guys as running YouTubers? I mean, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't consider... Uh, them like like traditional youtubers they're like pros that get filmed and then like the hoka and az elite people so like what i love is that like the idea of the running youtuber is is like really blurring and i think that more pros should take the approach of naz elite and like steph bruce and like what sage kennedy does um <laughs> christian Arvin, logan paul fastest miler 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever happened with that? Did he ever do his thing where he was like taking on all comers to see who's the fastest YouTuber? That's pretty funny. Um, I think, yeah. So, Myler. Yeah. Um, I'd also say that um, Connor running Warehouse, probably pretty uh, pretty fast. Um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of fast milers out there. So that's interesting. That's a, that's a good, you know what? You know it would be a great way to test that out? And here's what we'll end for today. Is if at the Fifth Avenue Mile, um, sponsored by New Balance, um, if they had a media heat, they do have media heats of the Fifth Avenue Mile, but normally it's like writers for like Runner's World and like Women's Running and like all the other like major, um, like, like Sports Illustrated and people like that. Um, but I would love it if there were a media heat of the Fifth Avenue Mile um, and put YouTubers in it. Right? Right? And we could make it like a, we, we could raise money for it. We could make it a charity event um, or charity heat and figure it out. I feel like that would get um, really interesting really quickly. So I would love to be able to do that. So, all right, guys, uh, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks so much for hanging out. Hope you guys have good weekends today. It's beautiful here in Chicago. Hopefully it's nice weather where you are where you can get out a run. And if you are going to do it, make sure you're doing it safely. And uh, I will see you guys either tomorrow at 6 a.m. on Instagram or back here on YouTube at 3 p.m. Take care, everybody.